Buying a business is not as difficult as you think, and there are too many myths out there that only millionaires can buy them. Anybody can buy an existing profitable business without prior experience, and many times without using their own money. Arturo has started, bought, and sold over 55-plus businesses across 18 industries. He has coached thousands of individuals, corporate employees, service employees, freelancers, real estate investors, retirees, homemakers, and many others in buying businesses and transforming their lives. And you can too. And to help get you started, here's your host, Arturo Henriquez. Hello, everybody, and welcome to this episode. Today, I want to talk about the type of seller we should be targeting there's a very specific reason why we're targeting this type of seller. It's the psychology and the point in their life where they are right now. And just to give you some statistics, there are approximately 33 million businesses in the United States, and about 66% of those businesses are owned by baby boomer generation, which is the biggest generation that humankind has seen in the history of humans. And these baby boomers are aged between 57 and 75 years old at the time of this recording. And another 21% of small businesses are owned by the next generation, which is Generation X, which are aged between 41 and 56 years old, meaning that approximately 86 to 87% of all businesses in the United States and pretty much worldwide as these trends tend to emulate the United States. And so what we're talking about is we have the majority, a vast majority of businesses in the hands of what we called the retiree or people that are in the exit mode mentality, right? Meaning baby boomers are already retiring and Generation X is already thinking about retirement, right? So it does not mean they will retire today. It means that they will retire and enter the next phase of their life very, very soon. So they're in their mentality, in their psychology. They are already planning the next, the latter part of their life. Both these generations, specifically the baby boomer generation, have some sort of exit plan or has already executed on one. They already have a retirement plan in place, a dream that they've been thinking about all their lives and primarily in the past five to 10 years. They're in this retirement age and that state of mind. And so you have the majority of small businesses out there that are owned by this demographic that is in this frame of mind of exiting the business. And that's important. That is the key. They already see themselves out of the business, whether that's today, tomorrow, a year from now, or five years from now. They have been thinking about this for quite some time. In fact, they have already retired in their mind. It is crystal clear. It just hasn't materialized in real life. The mentality of these sellers is to sell, to exit. They may not have done anything to get to that stage, but in their mind, they have already decided to exit the business. In their mind, they have in place a plan already to sell the company, to inherit the company, or to close the company. What exactly that plan entails may not be entirely crystal clear, but make no mistake about it. An exit strategy is already in the horizon. Exiting the business is predominant in their psyche. It's predominant in their everyday decisions in the business. It's predominant in the lack of moving the business forward. 
It has permeated the business and the business culture, and the business is probably more stagnant than it is alive because decisions aren't being made with growth potential or rejuvenation or with fresh ideas. The motivation of the owner is not there anymore. They are already thinking about exiting. And so this is the type of business owner that we want to target. This is the type of seller that we want to deal with. This is the type of seller that is more amicable to doing a more flexible, structured deal. They value other things than just cash at closing. They're willing to do owner financing. They're willing to entertain other structures that typically other buyers that are not in this mindset are less flexible on. I would say approximately 80% of the businesses we want to look at are in this realm with these type of owners. This is by far the market segment that will allow the purchase of a business where you will risk no money if that's the route you want to take. And I want to stress that when I use the word retirement, I use that word very broadly because these business owners are far from retired. They're just in an age or in a phase in their lives where their mindset already has an exit plan. Whether they've implemented it or not is not that relevant. This set of owners already have an exit in mind for the business. This is by far the biggest group that we want to target in terms of business owners because they want to or have already exited the business in their mind. They are on exit mode. It means that they have internal and subconscious motivations to sell. Their psyche is motivated to sell. And when you're motivated to something, you don't need a lot of arm wrestling or a lot of convincing to get to that point. In fact, as a prospective buyer, you will bring a lot of relief to a lot of these owners because you will help get them to that exit. You will help them reach the objective of leaving the business and going to the next phase in their lives, whatever that may be. And by no means am I implying opportunism here or a win-lose relationship or scenario. When a seller is motivated, they are more willing to deal with you. They are more open to structures that they may not have been open to if their mindset had been different. They are more flexible in terms and structure. Their mindset is already there. They're motivated. The business orders we are targeting is motivated. Their mindset is there and is aligned with your interest. Subconsciously, they want to sell. They just haven't put a for sale sign up anywhere just yet. And you know, it's not just the mindset. There are other reasons at play that are pushing the mindset to retire or exit the business. The most common that I've seen is that they are burnt out and it's just natural. They have been probably working in this business for many, many years, if not decades. Many of these sellers have been working in these businesses for most of their lives and for some, all of their professional lives. And they are exhausted. They're just done. The business has consumed a big part of their lives for such a long time. It's very simple to understand. They've had enough of that business and they've reached an age where frustration comes easier. They get over overwhelmed easier. They have less energy, which further feeds into the burnout. And they want to start at the next phase of their lives. They are eager to move on. And there are other circumstances also at play, like health issues. They become sick more often. They have health issues. They are in or are entering an age that illness, unfortunately, becomes a part of life, a reality. They have to attend to health issues more frequently, and this interferes with the business, or the business begins to interfere with their life, or maybe it's not them. It may be their spouse or siblings or their friends. They're in a phase of their lives where health issues tend to take over, and the business isn't as important. 
the business becomes secondary. I hate to say this, but it's true. They're in this process of, you know, nearing death. As they age, their friends or family members are dying or have died. And this is transcendental for them. They are aware that they have fewer years left than before, and they need to live them fully. Many times not having the business becomes a big source of relief for these type of sellers. Also, some, some of these sellers just simply run out of ideas. Some have simply run out of ideas. Most of these businesses have probably been stagnant for many years. They've probably not been open to new ideas because the owner is set in their own ways. They started these businesses years ago, sometimes 10, 20, 30, 40 years ago when they were pioneers. When they started these businesses, they were fresh. They had big ideas and hopes. They had immeasurable enthusiasm and the technology they implemented back then surely was cutting edge. But today, they're probably behind and have simply run out of ideas. At some point, they stopped progressing. They have not evolved or they have simply been unable to keep up. And that makes them stagnant and their business stagnant. We see this not only in business. We see this in our personal lives with our parents. We see this with our older friends and with our grandparents. It just happens. If you think about the internet and e-commerce, this demographic has been the last to adapt. Most of them don't have Facebook, Instagram, or Twitter accounts. Email is still a struggle. Think about how difficult it is to teach somebody that doesn't have a Facebook account how vital Facebook is as an advertising platform or someone that still uses the yellow pages, the importance of positioning and placing their business in Google. These things simply do not register for them. Hence, they're running out of ideas. And this means that they cannot keep up with their employees' technology or the competition. A lot of their employees want to implement new things that the owners cannot keep up with or don't understand. And now they're constantly fighting with change. Change is being forced upon them by their own infrastructure, by their employees, their clients, their suppliers, their competitors, the environment. Even they're interviewing new employees. They are not understanding or don't want to understand a lot of the new ideas that these employees can bring to the table. And so they don't hire them. They have run out of ideas. And every day now is a struggle. Every day is a disagreement. Every day is conflict. Because even though they want to run the business, they are falling behind. And this leads to frustration with their employees as they recognize change is needed. This, this affects their clients that are demanding new standards that competitors are offering. And this affects the morale and affects the culture. They're already behind in the business and this is a day-to-day -day struggle for them. And they recognize this but resist because change implies the unknown. And it is ultimately their business and their pride as well. Every day something happens to remind them that they are keeping the business back in some form or another. This is a silent truth they will never admit outright, but that they struggle all too well with. And this is a day-to-day -day external and internal struggle. And believe it or not, many of these owners don't have a formal succession plan. The newer generations, their children, they don't want to take over dad's plumbing company or mom's flower shop. They don't want to take over their parents' wholesale food company or furniture distributor or whatever the business may be. They want to do something different. In fact, they are probably already working in a corporate job or are working on businesses online or some new technology. Some have started or want to start a new business. Whatever the case may be, in the majority of instances, there is no succession plan. The only succession plan that they have 
is to close the business. And believe it or not, many business owners end up doing just that. They close the doors and go out of business. To me, that's unfathomable. How would I let my business close? It's a business that is generating money. It's a business that is generating cash flow. How can I just turn that off? How can I just unplug that? Again, you have to get into their mindset, not my mindset or your mindset. They have already exited. They have already re, you know, reaped many benefits through many, many years with the business they now have. If they have no one to give this business to or nobody wants this business, they would much rather close it, get relief, and move on. They're not necessarily looking to monetize the business. It's just easier to shut it down. And in some cases, some cannot close. They will not close the business even if they want to because it's their legacy. It is what should survive them in some form. Their legacy needs to be preserved. So they begrudgingly push forward. For others, it may cost money to close down the business. It may be extremely costly to just shut down. They may have payables. They may have taxes or lease obligations with the landlord guaranteed by them personally with many years still left on the lease. They may have bank loans. They may owe the bank or other financial institutions money and closing down the business makes them have to pay these in full. And mind you, they're at an age when they're not as productive as they were in years past. And so any of these costs will directly eat at their retirement savings. These expenses will directly affect the next phases of their lives. And so they can't close. Some sellers will not close because they have a strong sense of loyalty to their employees, to their clients, to their suppliers, and to their community. It's a strong emotional time in their lives to part ways with something that's been equally or more important to them than their own personal life, their business. They spend more time at this business than anywhere else they have throughout their lives, and they can't just leave. It's their name on the door. It's their legacy. The business itself is their legacy. Their employees, their clients, their suppliers, and the community is their legacy. That's probably one of the reasons why they haven't sold it in so many years because of their loyalty to all of these different actors. They are worried about who will take care of them if they are not there anymore. Of course, they will all survive and just be fine. But in the owner's mind, these are their people, their community. They have a long-lasting deep bond and relationship, and the owner wants to protect them. One way of doing this is to keep the business going in spite of their own wishes. And there's also the fear of competition. Some sellers in this target market will not list their business with a business broker because they fear competition. They tend to distrust more because they have a lot of experience. They have probably been burnt once or twice. It happens all the time. Someone's wronged you or various people have wronged you. And as you grow older, you gain experience. You become more skeptical of people's intentions. You tend to question a lot of people's motives. We know this of elderly people. They're just less trusting. Change to them is difficult. Trusting new people is difficult. They will not list their business with a business broker because they're worried. They're afraid that prospective buyers will steal their clients, steal their employees, steal their suppliers, steal their ideas. Whether that's true or not is completely irrelevant. It is very true to them, and it's very real to them. Hence, they will not list their business with a business broker because they're afraid of the competition. They feel that people will use their knowledge and compete against them. And lastly, there's the fear of instability. Some think that if they begin a sales process, 
They're worried that their employees might find out and instability will creep in into the business. And this can lead to losing their employees. They don't want to hire new employees. Remember, they've already checked out. They already are on exit mode. They don't have the motivations to start hiring new people, to start building new relationships, to start building trust with new employees, especially key employees. So losing employees or the fear that instability may creep in if the employees know that the business is for sale, again, is very real and very scary for them. They are scared that they may lose clients. Clients will begin to leave them and go with somebody else because they may not get the same service or the same product if the business is for sale. Suppliers may reduce their terms. They have been working with suppliers for many years, even decades, and a lot of terms they were agreed to were on handshake or on a promise, a verbal agreement. Now they fear that their suppliers are going to second guess whether any of these agreements are going to be held up. This is the fear of the owner. It's not so much that any of this will happen. It's just that the fear that this can possibly happen if they list their business for sale. And remember, all of this is psychology. All of these variables are one way or another play into the psychology, the psyche of this type of business owner. That's why we want to deal with this business owner because they are already wanting to sell. They just may have not expressly stated it. So as business buyers, we can make it a win-win situation. We can buy it in terms that are amicable to both parties. I want to stress it is not in any way opportunistic or predatory. That is not the strategy. It just has to do with finding a win-win solution where you can buy a business at a good price without putting money down in many cases and where the seller is able to sell their business and move on to the next phase of their lives. Somebody wants to sell and somebody wants to buy. If you are able to position yourself as someone that is going to carry on their legacy, then psychologically speaking, it's an even bigger win for them than it is for you. They will be prouder and happier for it. In fact, they will be regular customers and regular mentors of yours. And these are the type of business owners, these are the type of sellers that we want to deal with. Thank you for listening. If you love the How to Buy a Business podcast, then we know you would love the Business Acquisitions Accelerator Program. Here, we have helped thousands of individuals buy profitable existing businesses without having prior experience, and sometimes without using their own money, in as little as 90 days. And we guarantee these results. Head on over to www.arturohenriquez.com forward slash BA.